Are you ready for the perfect beach bod? Learn to lift properly and get an effective workout done in 30 minutes so you can move on with the rest of your life. Hard Work Works Fitness on 2953 Shore Drive in Virginia Beach is now offering one-on-one small groups and is the only 24-7 gym on Shore Drive. Not to mention, they offer online training as well. You can contact them and get more information at 757-339-2915. That's 757-339-2915. Or visit them, www.hardworkworksfitness.com. Flush right now, Hard Work Works Fitness is offering you a special 20 20% off. Use the code HAUNTERS. That's HAUNTERS. You'll receive 20% off. Start taking the steps to make a better you. Hard Work Works Fitness 2953 Shore Drive in Virginia Beach or online at hardworkworksfitness.com. Remember, use the code HAUNTERS for 20% off. Welcome to Haunters Podcast, a show dedicated to Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and all things macabre. Now here are your hosts, Mr. Wonderful and Zach Hilton. Welcome everybody to a special, yeah, this is a special, this isn't a weekly drop, this is a special drop of Haunters Podcast. I am Mr. Wonderful, with me as always, the lovely and talented... Zachary Hilton. Well, you beautiful baby, you. Mm. You're pretty awesome yourself. Mm, you, thank you so much. But you're, you know how beautiful you are. You're as beautiful as seeing a Sam Goody at the mall. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Because I know I'm gonna get a new Michael Jackson album. Oh. <laughs> That's like a bad attempt for me to tie into what we're here to talk about today. But yeah, uh, we are Haunted Podcast. We're here to talk about Stranger Things. Uh, but really quickly, Zach, I wanted to throw out there, you can follow us on Twitter at Haunters Pod, Facebook Haunters Podcast. Plus, we got some previous episodes because we've been blowing you up this 4th of July week. Our weekly uh, episodic drop this week was a special. It was an Iconics episode, and we talked about the 4th of July with Jaws. Uh, so we yeah. did an Iconics Jaws episode. And then uh, we love it. You guys have been checking it out. We've been getting great feedback from you all. And that's great. We love hearing from you guys about what we do. And that's the Ghostbusters commentary. Oh, man. That thing's actually hitting. And I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. I thought, like, you know, like my mom would listen to it and be like, that's really <laughs> clever what you guys did. And that's like I the only thing. to write. I wanted to write on Twitter and be like, hey, have you ever wanted to just hang out with two dudes that talk during a movie and you don't say a word? Well, here it is. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's the selling point from this point forward. Like, that's going on the T-shirt for that. (laughs) (laughs) Want to just listen to two dudes talk and you just sit there and shut up. (laughs) <laughs> you enjoy every minute. <laughs> While one of them obviously starts revealing things that is kind of incriminating. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because that wasn't even the After Dark episode we recorded, but we were starting to, I think at that point we were starting to get ready for the After Dark. Yes, we were. Yeah. Near the end, we were yeah. prepping we, our minds. We were, Yeah, we, were, we, we, we decided to open that beautiful jack-o'-lantern that we found. Uh, at, at this thing called an ABC store in Virginia. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, that only cost us $10, mind you. $10, my $10. God. How, what a great deal. I can't wait till August comes back around and I can buy more. Really? Is that when it's coming back? 
Yeah, it's their it's their like pumpkin spice latte. Okay, okay. I didn't know. I thought like I don't know. You went back in, so I figured you like talked up the cashier and was like, "So, uh, as I buy another twelve of these, when 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 can I expect them back?" No, like, I, you had I the highly DL. doubt the employees there know anything <laughs> about what product is coming. True, they just know that they have to keep those shelves stocked <laughs> for us alcoholics in the state of Virginia. That's right. That's Don't mean right. to besmirch the great name of the ABC store employee, no. but <laughs> on that note, <laughs> uh, I think my job here as the host is to try and keep us on track. So let's get uh, back on track because we are here to talk about season three of Stranger Things. Uh, it, it, it dropped on July 4th while you all were listening to that fantastic, iconic Jaws episode before you started binging it. Uh, so now we're here to discuss it. And Zach, uh, before we dive into spoilers, because we will talk a lot of spoilers with this, because damn it, do we have spoilers to get into. But before yeah. we do that, I wanted to get some general non-spoiler thoughts, some general ideas. What was your takeaway on season three? Okay, so my non-spoiler, without giving anything away in case if you haven't seen this show, is that I think this is the first time in a long time, maybe even Stranger Things 2, that I actually just sat down, binged the whole thing, because it's an easy, breezy watch, to be quite honest with you. I know it's eight episodes, but you just sit there and you want to watch each and every single one, and that's exactly what I did. I enjoyed the chemistry between the kids once again. I think there's a star uh, in David Harbour. I think he shined so much as Hopper this season that, it, it, it to me, he may deserve a, an award nomination because I, I enjoyed him in previous seasons, but I really connected to him this one. I don't know. I mean, I'll get into spoilers why later, but um, I love the adventure that the kids went on. I love the set pieces that we got with this and they did a really good job of separating everybody to meet up at a certain point in the show. I thought that was really done super duper well. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I, I, I agree with you on that. I think my quick takeaway on this season, a non-spoiler kind of look at this year, I really enjoyed this year. I think uh, because it's so fresh in my mind, I know I'll have to kind of sit on it a little longer. But right now, I think this is my favorite season of the show. I think they knocked it out of the park. I really enjoyed the adventure. Uh, as you mentioned, though, it is a very easy eight episodes to watch very easy peasy so to say uh yeah, yeah. uh yeah. And, and just and, but moves and and i love the dynamics i love the kids i loved the setup again this year of who was with who uh, certain aspects of the character arcs there were certain characters that i felt were a lot stronger this year and that i actually connected to a lot better than in previous years like will for instance i i actually yeah really fell in love with him and i loved being able to do that in this season so i really like that about the year uh i'll dive deeper into those reasons why in the spoiler part but just really like the dynamic of the kids i i thought you know finn wolfhard millie bobby brown nailed it out of the park david harbour was fantastic uh, he got more to do this season as well, which is weird because he was such a big character, but he did get more to do, and I loved that. 
Uh, and I agree with you. There is a star there. Forget what happened with Hellboy. There is a star there that will be tapped in Hollywood beyond Stranger Things. Uh, yeah. And I love the themes of the season, like what they kind of pulled from horror movie wise or what at least it, the interpretations I got on some of it. But yeah, yeah. I, all in all, this is a fun what you've come to expect maybe does at times get tied down by the fact that, you know, we have had two previous seasons of this. So it's certain beats we know are going to be hit, but I like the fact that they were still able to throw curveballs and sliders and change things up when you thought you did know what was coming. Yeah. I thought honestly that the story, when I sit there and look at the overarching story, I felt like the first season was done beautifully with mystery. And I think season two tried to recapture season one's mystery tone. And I, I just feel like, not that it failed, but you can obviously see the difference between seasons one and two. But I feel season two and three connect so beautifully together because the character billy in season two everybody like at least who i talked to was like oh what a pointless character why is he there he doesn't do anything and i honestly believe the showrunners the duffer brothers had this plan of what happens to billy in this season already ready in season two i think season two was basically just uh okay here's this guy, I want you to get used to him, and he's kind of a D-bag because it's going to come useful in season three because I absolutely loved the the Billy arc in this season. Uh, and agreed, 100% it, agree. Yeah, so without diving into what goes on just yet, I think this season felt like a movie, so much so besides like Endgame and Spider-Man, if I could put this in like my top 10 movies of this year, this would be <laughs> in my top 10 movies because it plays just like one. Like there's so much so that it, it feels like they're just making something and they go, oh crap, we've gone over time. Cut it, put on credits, and then we'll just start the next one. Yeah, it's, well, it's funny because actually when watching this season, I got the feeling, and you weren't... Ri I hate doing this, because here comes my Game of Thrones reference. Dad! Uh, <laughs> but you didn't watch Game of Thrones, Zach, so you right. didn't get to see the week by week. But this had kind of the setup of the way every episode ended, kind of like you say, where it ended very much specific ways that you were like, oh, crap, what comes next? That's why it was easy to watch. Game of Thrones did that a lot, where every episode ended in such a way that it was like, I need to know what the hell happens now. But and right. ends in the middle of something or right before something or right after something. Like it's not like an actual conclusion to an episode, like a weekly, like season one has a weekly ending to each episode, it feels like. Season yeah. two kind of starts to go that, but this season fully commits to the no, this is an eight episode arc. Like this is eight episodes are all one giant story. There's no stopping. This is good. We started, the ball is moving, and it is moving to the end. Well, that's what, like, a lot of people about season two, I didn't. The but side journey I thing remember pissed everybody off. There's, huh? The side journey, the 11 exactly. punk rocker, which I like that episode. That's what I said. I, I was like, I like the X-Men episode. But, <laughs> yeah, like, the internet went wild because, like, 
I, they treated it like a TV show. They because I remember the episode before was a very big moment. Like, what the f is going to go down? And then they stopped to give you this eleven journey, and everybody freaked out about it. And then we came back, which again, I'm with you. I loved it because it when she re-enters later on, like it meant a lot. But it also changed so- her entire character in that yeah. season, and we'll get into it what happens into season three it it mattered like it was something that mattered yeah and so this season i'm with you i think what they did was say okay we're not going to embrace tv i get that we're a tv show but what we're going to do is make this movie into a tv show and i i think it came off beautifully i think i'm with you i know it's the most fresh but I think this is the best season of Stranger Things, and I don't know if they can top it. I'm not really worried if they do, because I do believe still next season's the last season. So I'm very, I'm very interested uh, in that. Do you, uh, do you got anything else you want to say on non-spoiler before we hit the break and go to the spoily end? Uh, trying to think really quickly. I, I think. I think you are right. I think it's either next season, but I also want to say that I think they said possibly five seasons. I think the Duffer Brothers said four or five is what they were always originally thinking. Right. So oh, I it mean, could be, it, but, it, but either way, we're getting close to the end. Uh, but I agree with you. Yeah, no, nah, that's that's really about it. Because anything else I say from this point might be too spoilerishy. That's so, how I feel. I'm I feel gonna, like I uh, want to yeah. start treading on some stuff. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've gotten too close to the line. I haven't crossed the. We, neither of us have crossed the line, but we've we've teetered near it. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like it's time to just fully uh, embrace that and jump across that line and jump into the water and 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 do this. Let's do this. Hey, this is Josh, and I'm Rob. And we are from the Diznoids Podcast. Join us each week as we try to keep our random ramblings in check. That's right. Dive into our cauldron with the sweetness of recipes from theme parks to movies to music to comics to any and everything we can talk about. Our jibber-jabber knows no boundaries, but our expertise in these fields will be sure to make your ear holes smile. That's right. Follow us each week with our episodic adventures with a side of sarcasm to lead us through the magical forest of pop culture. You can find us where all podcasts are found, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, and even on Facebook. Just search The Disnoids. That's right, my wonderful, wonderful friends. As always, stay metal. Well, all right. So I guess, I guess from this moment forward, if you have not finished season three of Stranger Things, do not continue listening. Pause the podcast, finish season three, come back and start listening because we about to spoil a lot of ish. Yes. It starts in Russia. <laughs> well, yep. There it is. <laughs> Our, our, yeah. our USSR commie enemies in Russia. My comrades. The comrades are here. They are finally they are finally in the show after season two's conspiracy theories. Well, so I enjoy that. I enjoy the way the show starts is June 28th, 1984. So it is time like a little bit back. And they're underground shooting a laser at a wall. And you could tell like they're trying to cut a hole like how we've done we don't you know they're not succeeding or whatever and and then like a general gets really upset 
and kills one of the head scientists and tells the other scientists, you got a year to do this. Now, my first feeling that, you know, you go, you have to wait to, you know, episodes six or whatever, five or six to find out. But this star court is basically a underground facility, right? Right. And this is the only thing that I'm like jumping ahead of because I want to talk about it real quick. Do you think that was enough time to build this entire thing? Yeah. I I I, I never even questioned that because I just assumed through the one year time jump and all of that, uh, and yeah. things that come a little bit later on with with our horrific, horrific prince that is uh selling the town out to Russia. Uh, that horrible <laughs> mayor. Why would he do that to us? Yeah, uh, well, you know. Wesley, sometimes, no. sometimes Carrie always has to get a check. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> oh boy, dude. I'm sure he cashed in for all of what, like 20 minutes in the in the freaking season. Uh, uh, I'm telling you. Yeah. But uh, no, okay. I just wanted your feelings before we nah, really nah, jump into I've, this, just because I was the same way. I was like, oh man, that was only a year. But in my mind, I'm going, okay, that makes sense. About yeah. you know, build in three months, boom, 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 six yeah, figures. Yeah, that's that's I, I that's that's how I like. I was like, yeah, a, a year. Yeah, I could see. I, I it's crazy. It is that sounds. I was like, yeah, I could see somebody pulling that off if they really wanted to in that town because hell there was a secret f facility there for years that was doing other experiments nobody knew about so no. you know, why the hell would I very, believe that they, it's very you know? 80s of them it's yeah. very 80s of them we yeah. gotta make this thing quick don't worry uh, uh what is it the uh Broderick uh like very war game is Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. But yeah. So you know, the kids are all doing their own thing. Like Mike and L are hormonal kids. Oh, they're so kids. They're teenagers just kissing in bedrooms. And Hopper. What I really enjoy <laughs> about Hopper and L's relationship is the fact that he was. He's like, I'm your dad. And you know, she also is like, you're my dad. So I really enjoyed the aspect of like, during this time they have bonded yes. just past him hiding her, but more so they are a family. And I think that's a big thing about this entire season is how much family, because he's struggling with trying to connect with her because she's getting older, Mike's getting older. Yeah. And there's, there's just so much like character building this season I think that's what my favorite part of it is I think I agree with you I think a lot of the themes is family in this season but I think time as well uh, and the amount yeah. of time and, and you know that comes up a lot at the end when you cry your eyes out at the end of the season uh, mm -hmm. but, but that theme of time because you know yeah. we so much time has passed but when the last time we saw Hopper and Elle they were the beginnings of a family. Now they are a family. He cares so much about her. Like that is his daughter. That is the child yeah. that he lost, that he is getting his second chance. Mike, yep. you know, is all about her, the friend. But I did like the, 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 the dynamic of the friendships as well over time as well, because Dustin is not in the equation to open the season up because he's been at camp for a month. So he's been away from his friends. Uh, then right. we got, you know, everybody's kind of fractured because of time, right. so to say. And everybody's in a different place, which is uh, really when you hit teenage years, exactly what happens with your friends. 
Oh, yeah, 100%, especially when you look at Will, because Will, all he wants to do is go to a basement and play Dungeons and & Dragons, and, like, everybody is doing something else because Lucas and Max are dating. Yeah, you got two and, relationships. Yeah, and Dustin hasn't been around, and Will feels kind of out of place. Well, which, hold on, Dustin's in a relationship as well. Yes, Dustin is in a relationship, but, you know, we don't... We'll find out about that later Is on, Susie think, real or not? But I'll be honest. That reveal and the what they had to do kind of was the best thing I've seen ever in anything that I've ever laid eyes on. I actually stood up and applauded in my apartment <laughs> when that moment came up later on. We'll get we'll, we'll get into that because yeah. I'll, I'll fully yeah. explain my reaction to that. Okay, cool, because I'll give you mine too. It was basically boner. <laughs> uh, you yeah. realize he's like but, 14, right? No, no, no. It was the soothing I know, I'm, voice. I can't I know, control the I'm soothing voice. You. I'm screwing with you. <laughs> but no, but no, like straight up like just everybody's trying to like you said relationships even like hopper and will's mom is like joyce he's joyce yeah he's you know trying to connect with her even like setting up dates that you know and that's and that's what like this season kills is like from the first episode s is going down there is no like waiting till like episode 2 or 3 to really dive deep into this because you have um, Will's brother. What's his name? Oh my uh, God! Why am I forgetting a main character's name right now? Uh, it's because he's he's kind of side in this one. Yeah, he gets you're pushed following back this Nancy year. and Jonathan. There we go. Thank Na you. Na Nancy and Jonathan are working for a uh, paper company. The not, local, not the local paper. Hawkins, the, the local Hawkins newspaper. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, they're following up on a story, like, they're hearing about these rats, and, the, you know, these rats are, like, just going to this place to die, quote-unquote, but then this lady found one and captured it, and let me tell you, there is nothing nothing more like gross but like in a good way when that rat explodes and then starts jelly moving and then turns into a, a, a semi-demi which <laughs> that's what I'm calling I, I gotta say that was that was to me the moment I went are they doing 1980s the blob in this because right. look at this thing just moving along trucking along like a little blob just taking up whatever the hell it can and then growing into something bigger like i got right. the feeling of the the 1980s the blob with that uh, no that's a that's a big that's a big get because i understood when you said blob i'm like okay i get that yeah i think it kind of transforms no pun intended <laughs> into the thing after that i when you said that i i started to see that as well where i was like okay it's taking on the different forms and different shapes forms different of people, people. and yeah. stuff like that because that um, becomes a thing because then we also get our kind of our gateway to the main villain in billy like i said earlier billy in season two was just a prick like he's going around messing with kids beating up steve stuff like that and he he actually gets caught by the super demi god from the uh the mind upside flare. down yeah yeah what was his name uh, the mind flare mind flare and 
then takes over Billy. So from this moment on, Billy is now uh, sympathetic. a conduit. Yeah. Well, not not sympathetic. Yeah, he's still that jerk because we don't get that sympathy until L goes in his mind and then you start learning. Well, I I do want to backtrack really quickly because at the end of season two, we did kind of get a moment with him and his dad where it explained why he is a a bit of a DB. Uh, Yeah. So you kind of had that feeling of sympathy at the end of last season. So... You were, I, I don't know. I went into this season with the hopes that he would be good, but then obviously he's trying to sleep with Mrs. Wheeler right away. And it's like, oh, right. Well, I'm kind of conflicted because, you know, it's like, personally, I'm like, yeah, MILF. And then I'm like, oh, but she's married. <laughs> don't do that, Billy. I want to like you. And then that's when he ends up crashing the car, getting taken over by the mind flare. And I kind of, at that moment, was feeling bad for him, though, because I was like, oh, crap. He's. I think I was feeling bad for him because I'm like, I know what the hell's about to happen to him, and this is not going to be good for him. And he's about to get yeah. a big lesson in life and really change his tune, so maybe this will be good for him. Maybe. <laughs> right. I, and I get where you're coming from, but from where I left off, because I didn't get a chance to rewatch too, yeah. I always left that season, okay, he's a punk butt. But I get where you're coming from with his dad being kind of abusive. Yeah. Doesn't, and, it doesn't you know, excuse him. I'm not trying to excuse no, his, no, his, yeah, yeah, his yeah. douchey behavior, but like they gave you that insight into we understand why he can why he flips absolutely absolutely so we get the main plot of this whole thing so basically the mind flare is just going around getting all these people so he can like suck them up and get bigger and the door is opening because you know we find out through um, Dustin and I love Lucas's sister I think Lucas's sister <laughs> I thought was going to be annoying but I enjoyed her throughout the, uh, her run with Dustin and Steve because Steve and um, who's his co-pilot in this oh what's her name oh boy oh boy I hate my life trying to see oh wait you're what? talking wait are you talking about his new the girl that he works with Robin? yeah Robin Robin, Robin. Yeah. okay yeah so like the, the group of Steve, Robin, Erica, and um, Dustin are on their own mission, messing with the Russians, getting into the lab, figuring stuff out. And, like, I think for me, that's my favorite team that you follow of the kids. I love Mike to death. I love Lucas. I'm not going to lie to you. There were portions of this season I just could not get behind either of those two. Uh, it's it's weird this season. Like when it comes down to the characters, I felt like I felt like they failed Max this year after such a strong season two. I felt like they really let Max's character down. Really, she, I, she had she had a couple moments, but I feel like they let her down because they really didn't explore Lucas and her's relationship. It was right. explored through the aspect of what Max got to do was run around with Eleven in the mall and convince Eleven you need to dump. Mike like it was things like that like she was just kind of you she was more thrown on on the sidekick where in the previous season she was a big part of it she you know she plays some parts towards the end but I don't know I just I felt like they kind of let her down this year but focusing Mm -hmm. heavily more though on those other characters because I'm with you I think Dustin and Erica were a combination kind of like the previous season where we didn't realize we needed Steve and Dustin once we got Dustin and Erica it was like holy crap how could we not have seen that these two together would make a perfect match to play off of each other 
because that moment in the movie theater when they were watching Back to the Future and they yeah. were trying to keep drugged up Dustin and uh, <laughs> Rob, uh, Steve and uh, Robin in, in yeah. tow, those back yeah. and forths were flipping hysterical. Yeah, and no, I was those like, were oh. great. I love that he was like, "Was that mom trying to bang her son?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I will say this: this is the only thing. And from, I think it's time. I feel that was a comment in today how we look at Back to the Future. I don't think that comment was in the eighties. Yeah, that's that's pre my time, so I can't really. Speak yeah, on I that. can't I can't jump into it just because it's such. A, I mean, people will tell you it's a perfect movie and whatnot, but like, I think that's more of a today's like, what? Why is that mom trying to bang her son? But um, well, we'll discuss that next week when we go it. see I that together. It. Right? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. We get to see it real soon. Yes, I know. Um, <laughs> but I enjoy I enjoy the the Robin and Steve relationship because I, loved it. I love that like you know she kind of comes off like oh I was obsessed with you but then it comes out I'm obsessed with you for a different reason I'm all about the girl that liked you um to kind of fast forward and because and I love Steve's reaction to it because mm. Steve's was you know, like you're waiting for him to kind of flip or something like that but he's just like why do you like her yeah and I, I was like I dig that but my one question to you okay. at the end a little we're jumping ahead right here but like they're getting a job somewhere else and she's like oh we're just friends did that come off to you like yeah it's not just that it did it did which i had that here's here's the thing i thought it was really cool that reveal i thought that was a cool little reveal but the moment they did that i instantly instantly and it's not the first time actually towards the end of the season that i instantly had a reaction i had a reaction as well to the big thing that happened at the very end okay uh, as well but with hers I instantly went, please don't do the typical 80s theme in a show or a movie, and that's she's actually a lesbian, but the cute hot guy who was the jock is going to turn her straight. Right. And right. that's the feeling I got very much there at the end where she was like, yeah, just friends. Okay. I was like, oh, no, don't do that. Don't Please don't do that. You committed this character to being one thing. Don't change it. Just because yeah. it's, you know don't like don't do that just i accept what the hell you guys did so just have it go that way (laughs) okay this is the only thing i'll say i agree with that a hundred percent only thing i can think of though is that my feeling when i watch it is that she lied she lied because she doesn't want to huh that's true i never even thought about that well, and the reason why I say that, and not to say this is what they'll do, but what if Steve was like, oh, I actually got this girl to, hey, here they are together, and she's like, no, no, I don't want none of that. And then it comes out. Not that I want it to go that route, because I agree. I'm like, you made this character this way. I don't need a twist and turn that she's really in love with Steve, but doesn't want to get heartbroken by him. I don't need that. But I... I do feel like that's how it came off is how she's going. But that's their side story. I don't think we really need to divulge anymore in that. Let's get into Hopper and Joyce, baby. Because mm. 
this is my absolute favorite people to follow throughout the season. And I said it earlier in the non-spoiler. Hopper is on, like, he is on turned up to 10. Like, the past two seasons, he's been a real cool guy. And he's been the kind of guy to, like, get you out of situations and fun. This time... He's crazy, and I love every single moment of his on-screen performance. I agree. I, I I actually told you after finishing it, I was like, I don't have any kids, but just his performance this year, something about it connected with me every step of the way. His being a father, his losing his mind, his... Just keep the damn door open a couple inches. <laughs> three all, inches. Yeah, three inches is all I ask. <laughs> the smugness of of Mike dealing with yeah. him and him trying to keep it together and then threatening Mike. <laughs> like, right. All of it. Up until the very yeah. end as well. I just 100% connected with, and I'm not even a father. I'm not. like So I can only imagine like you as a parent what that felt like, what it was like watching him because it was just so strong of a performance and so damn good that it, it I was feeling things that I was like, oh, I didn't, I guess that's how I'm supposed to feel. <laughs> right. You got me, right. you got me worked up. You got me emotional. You got me riding the highs and the lows and the crazies. And now you got me damn crying. Damn you. Well, I think this season, you know, made a, really strong character building season which is what I think they were missing in two not that they didn't you know build characters because you got to but I feel like they relied on a lot of like oh Dustin's the funny one oh Mike's in love with Elle so we gotta you know play that kind of tune this is the first time that was like okay not only are they kids but they're changing kids and these kids gotta evolve just like Hopper's gotta evolve from uh, a protector to a guardian yeah again again that time theme that that moving forward in time right right and i think i enjoyed him and joyce's relationship i think it's probably the least thing i was concerned about just because they were also tacked on with the conspiracy guy and then the murray murray yeah murray so you got murray and you have the russian um together and all of them trying to figure out like I need to get to this lab we need to shut down this portal that's opening the rift which is making you know uber uber demi so huge and powerful because he's still connected to that world Mm -hmm. um but I, I really enjoyed the fact that they separated everybody in a way that wasn't an annoying kind. And I hate to be this way, but that was a big complaint. Was it wasn't that the big complaint in like that was season Star two. Wars? Oh well, well yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Um, like like you didn't earn separating them. Like yes, or it was the last the, the last Jedi that was part of the Part of the logical complaints against the last Jedi, right, was Where, was the separation of everybody in such a drastic way that it was like, well, we didn't get to that point yet where it makes sense. The way right. you know, in the original trilogy, where it, it worked came, with yeah, it, yeah, it works in Empire because you eventually get there and earn it. Where last Jedi just kind of was like, they're all separated. And you were like, whoa, yeah, what just the hell deal happened? With it. Like, whoa, what? how? Why? Why is what? he leaving? There's no reason it's, for him to leave. What's what's going on here? Like, hold on. Slow, take us back a minute, Ryan. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> um, I, I agree with you, actually. I, I liked, 
because that was something I noticed. I, I actually didn't even realize it until it got to the end, but Dustin and Steve aren't with the entire gang for about 95% of this season. They then all... you know what? I didn't even realize it until that final episode. Exactly. The minute they got back together again, I went, holy crap, I haven't seen Steve with Mike and Lucas and and, and Will since the since opening shots. Since the first shots. episode. Yeah, since the opening since... shots when he snuck them into the movie theater. Holy crap, I haven't seen Dustin with these guys since they all went up onto the hill and he was trying to talk to Susie. Like, yeah. Uh, wow. Like, and... The fact that you were able to pull that off and keep them separated for that long and it doesn't, it's not like one of those, like, can we just get them back together? Like, I, I didn't Whoa. feel the need to get them back together because I was wrapped up in their Russian adventure because I was like, what the hell's right. going on with the Russians? And they're right. over there. The rest of the kids are dealing with breakups, winning back the girlfriends, all the teenage drama crap that right. I 100% can relate to. And to jump back to Will's character with the whole wanting to play games, I loved Will's character this season because one, he doesn't go through the ringer. Two, though, I 100% was him at that age. I was yeah. the 13, 14-year-old that was like, but can't we just stay in the basement and play games? And all my right. friends had the girlfriends and were like, no, we're going to go see the movie and make out. Get a girlfriend right. so you can hang out with us. I, I, yeah. Hence why I'm such a loser loner now that dives into comic books and watches so many movies <laughs> and stuff like that. Because it's and you all keep I trying to get girls in your basement. Exactly. <laughs> I just listen for me. Netflix and chill didn't mean you know what it does for everybody else. It meant no. We're really going to sit down, watch a movie, break it down, talk about it, <laughs> dive into character. Like that's what it meant for me. That's what it means for me. So if any of you ladies out there would like to Netflix and chill. Uh, we can hit me up on uh, Twitter's, uh, you know, Facebook. Uh, hit, yeah, hit, Facebook, hit yeah. him up. Hashtag Netflix and podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's going to be our next show. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> oh. um, but yeah, so all these characters have been separated. Yes. The main plot's going down where Elle is losing her powers because she's yeah. used them so much. She's done astronomical like things trying to save all her friends from these monsters and they all meet up at the star court which i think was great i think that was a great like everybody comes to this one focal point and we're we're dealing with billy who's trying to kill the kids and get l because you know um the night wants once L. Yeah, there like, was that the there was that person. moment where they connected uh like it was like episode six, I believe. Yes. Uh and they connected and that's where she thinks she's coming back from the dream world, but Billy ends up grabbing her, the mind flare yeah. does and is like, I'm we're doing this all for you and we're going to kill you and then we're gonna kill everybody that you love, you care about, all of this. Yep. So yep. yeah, so Billy is on a mission to make sure uh, Eleven is killed in front of everybody. Well, and uh, honestly, she's their strongest weapon. So of course, the mind flare would go after. Oh yeah, her kill her. Then you get everybody else. But um, and that's where you also see Billy used to have a life with his mom and loved yeah. her and all that stuff. Um, and also during this, Hopper is going after the the keys to you know shut down this door and everybody's doing it all um then yeah because uh, the they're told happens. by the well they're told by the russian that they uh end up 
kidnapping and has one of the greatest him and Murray becoming friends was one uh. of the funniest things to me the show has ever done because I am 100% Murray conspiracy yeah. theorist guy loves America yes, down with Russia you know all of that like that would that 100% would have been me in the 80s yeah and I would have learned Russian so that I would have known what was happening <laughs> and I could see myself becoming friends though, with a Russian chemist like that and then being like, welcome to our 4th of July celebration. It's America. The games are rigged. You ain't going to win. Here, we're gonna go, I'm going to go get the closest thing to food. It's a corn dog. Like, yep. it's, like yep. uh, 100% would be me as well, dogging on America while loving America at the same time for all those aspects. Yep, uh, that is 100% you. But yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. America. But I love that little combination. But yeah, he ends up explaining to them uh, that they have to kind of reverse the power and it will yep. eviscerate everybody, destroy the machine and shut the gate, which then will close off the mind of the mind flayer and end it all. And everybody will be saved. The town of Hawkins. But do they? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's where we're at. So basically hopper is facing the the assassin the terminator uh, just call him the terminator, the terminator. okay i'll call him the terminator <laughs> i wasn't sure if we were going that route but they, the they terminator made no, they made no qualms about it man they legit true. do the freaking they terminator give him, like, shot his own theme yeah they gave he, him his own theme which i thought his was own adorable theme. he has literal they rip off literal shots from terminator one and terminator yeah. two like yeah he's the terminator 100%. So Hopper is dealing with him at the actual, you know, the 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 machine shooting the beam. So Joyce's only thing, and this is where the emotions start to ramp up, she has to turn the keys to destroy it. But we learned in the first episode, once you turn it off, this thing's exploding. Yeah. And that's exactly what happens. They, she turns the keys, the the energy's going everywhere, big explosion, and you see like these Russians in um, little suits, you know, protecting them, radiation suits, and they just get annihilated. I'm talking dust in the wind, dude. Mm -hmm. And um, wind. Joyce is upset. Dude. <laughs> dude. And so my only get from this as well, I... I I was highly emotional because of what happens later on. Um, but is Hopper dead? I, this is the other thing that I had an instinctual reaction on of, please don't do what I think you guys are going to do. Uh, uh, I hope he is dead because okay. hell, that's a bold choice. Uh, and, you know, sometimes shows need those types of bold decisions. Killing off a main character, again, something Game of Thrones did back in its heyday that made it must-see television. Something that The mm -hmm. Walking Dead did in its heyday that made it must-see television of... Crap, Things that Lost did in must-see exactly. television. You run down the, the long line of great TV shows at moments or at times or still in history. Uh, Breaking Bad did it as well. You don't know when somebody can live or die. I want him dead, but I have a feeling, specifically the post credit scene confirmed it, but I had the feeling initially when they showed him look at the gate that he was going to jump into the upside down. Right. Because he was on the other side. Like, he couldn't get past where he had thrown Terminator into the into the device that was right. spraying out the shit that would have killed him. Pardon my French there. We're allowed one S-bomb. Uh, <laughs> 
But listen, I held myself back on a couple F bombs earlier. Li- hey, if they listen this long, we're okay. By the way, I changed our settings on Apple to explicit. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, we've added, we added beeps to the other ones. Uh, That's but right. I, I think that them showing him take that peek at that, that he jumped through that, and then that post credit, I, I guess it's a post credit scene where we end up back in Russia and they're like, no, no, not the American. I think that 100% was them acknowledging, oh, he did jump through it and he came out in Russia. Oh, really? That's what you think. That's what I think when they, yeah, that's exactly what I think happened. And I don't want that to happen. I really do want him dead. And that's not because I hate the character or anything, but that would be one hell of a perfect arc. He finally uh, found yeah. he finally found love. He finally was able to express his emotions and it was in that damn letter that you hear in his voice that Elle is reading that absolutely destroyed every sense of emotion that I had to a level of I didn't realize stranger things could do that to me. And Yeah. But yeah, I think he's still alive and he's trapped in Russia and then next season we're going to find out, you know, they'll eventually throw him into that cell with the demigorgon and he'll know what to do because he's already defeated one i i was highly upset when l was reading you know you hear his voice reading the letter and it's it's just saying a lot of things that was happening during that and there was a lot of things that i think anybody understands you said it earlier where it was like you're not a dad but you got feelings and i'm like i am a dad and I got those feelings because I'm dealing with a teenager, a preteen. I'm dealing with my young ones getting older. So, like, it, it was definitely hard-hitting. I didn't know Stranger Things had that in them either because this thing was tearing me apart. Yeah. The only thing I disagree with you about, and I, I could be 100% wrong and, you know, cool, I don't think the American is him when we get to the post credit, which classy way that they did the post credit where it's like doing the regular titles, but then we get to see snow falling. I thought that was really slick. I thought but, we were going into the upside down at first. I was like, oh crap, we're going to flip. And that's, that's what where I, I thought. And that's where I thought we were going to see Hopper pop up and be like, Joyce. And right. I was like, ah, oh, like that's where I was expecting a son of a Right. Well, I think I think he's still in the upside down. I think whoever the American is is going to become a main character in the fourth season, but we're going to be introduced to. Um, is it Carrie? I, is it Carrie? Did they get the mayor out of town after he got arrested? Hundred percent, hundred. But I think I think Hopper is in the upside down. I'm not upset if he doesn't die because I don't think we lose what he did because he still sacrificed himself. Like he was okay with it. I think we'll just get a more like barbarian kind of Hooper or Hopper in the next season where he, like you said, he's dealt with some mess, so he's going to fight Demigorgon. I think he's just going to be kind of a little more badass. Like, almost to the point, I kind of wonder if they made Hopper so, like, dad bod if he kind of gets ripped out of it. You know what I mean? Like, he's, I mean, he's well, already done the Hellboy gimmick where say, he got... I was going to say, didn't they film yeah. this before he started getting ripped yeah. for Hellboy? So, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I thought he looked, I was like, man, he does not look like the guy. Granted, I didn't see Hellboy, but I saw the pictures of him pre-Hellboy. And I was yeah. like, this does not look like a guy that got in shape for Hellboy. 
and is off right. to film a movie right now. Like this looks like a guy that was either like, I don't got to do anything but this role, and I'm just going to enjoy my pizza and beer and all. Right. Uh, which, so God bless I, him. I feel that that's going to be the case. I think. I hopefully, and you know, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't. I don't mind coming up with my own things, and then they telling me something else. It's that's the well, fun. That's I the mean, fun. that's yeah. why we do this this whole thing. Yeah. But but I think I think it'll be okay if he's if he comes back because he is such an integral part, and he could still sacrifice himself in for it. It may mean a little less because he already did it so much, but that's neither here or there. They they. St- they stopped the the Demi Gorgon, the big big one. I keep forgetting his the, name. Uh, Mind Flare. Mind Flare. So they defeat the Mind Flare. Billy sacrificed himself to save L. Yeah, he has um, the full he has the full character turn because as yeah. as he's ready as he's trying to kill L, she and she has no power. She just kind of reaches up at him, touches his face gently, and starts telling him the memories and, and how happy he was. Why about, you were good. Yeah, why, yeah, just reminding him of the good person that he always, always was, but just right. got so hardened. And right before the Mind Flayer is about to take L out for good, that's when Billy steps in, jumps in front, and man, does he get a gruesome death. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! No, I definitely. What I love about this season, I feel like it was they violent. took up the gore. Yeah, a hundred percent. Well, they did. Okay, when, they did the Harry Potter thing. Uh, if you remember the Harry Potter films, mm, in the very early, they were creepy. They were scary. They were. It was always kind of like, a, this, is this really for kids or not? But once they got old enough and they hit that teenage years and they got older, how much darker the films got. Same thing's yeah. happening with this show. The kids are now at an age where they can. And the audience has grown with it as well. So even the younger audience that was watching season one is about that age now where, you know, this level of horror isn't so intense. It's intense, but, like, it's their level of intense where to us we're like, oh, God, did they really just make a rat explode? Oh, my God, is Billy got, like, eight <laughs> tentacles through his body right now? Whoa, right. did he just get stabbed through the heart? Like, holy crap. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's definitely some really hardcore stuff. Like when L rips uh, mm. it to in half. Yeah, that was hot. And like, oh my god, it, it! I was just like, this season is doing it, baby. Well, but, even uh, her, even her, when she got bit, and you're yeah, sitting there and you're watching her with her the legs. legs. Yeah, like that was a lot of blood. They would not have done that, that a season prior with one of the kids, but this season they're like, hey, all right, you just did Godzilla, <laughs> get on the ground right. and and start screaming in agony. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, but I, I absolutely love that the promotional for this season has been one summer can change everything. And it really does at the end yeah. because Will and Joyce and Jonathan are moving. Did they take Eleven? Yeah, 11's with them. Okay, yeah. So half your crew is moving away because she needs to start a new life and half is staying in Hawkins. And that was really – that also tore me up because not only are you getting Hopper's like reading of the letter there you're watching these kids say goodbye to each other and what was really crazy is that you saw them saying goodbye and talking to each other and it was very typical of like a movie or a TV show where it's like yeah, yeah I'll miss you man blah 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 but when you're getting the overheard letter being read yeah. and you're looking at these kids crying saying goodbye I remember so many times saying goodbye to my friends like yep. I remember uh, uh friend Roy when he moved away and it was about their age and I was just broken up about it and like that's that 
feeling hit me again watching this. Yeah, I that's I had all those feelings as well. I didn't I never moved as a kid. Luckily enough, I did get to stay in the same spot, but when I left for college, I remember that the line that Jonathan says of my entire life has been was boxed up in one day struck me 100% because that was the exact thought I had when I was leaving for college and I packed up at 17 and then the thought that I had when I officially made it a move and was like I'm not coming home to New York was that I wrapped my life up in one day into a car and just left friends family area that I grew up with that I was comfortable with and started a whole new life in Virginia and right. luckily I made, you know, friendships with you and, you know, new friendships come along. But that moment really hit moved. me. Yeah. But that, yeah. And then I had to move again, though. And yeah. living in radio, I have always said I have to be able to up and take what I have to a new town at any moment because, you know, I never know if a new gig that's could call at job. some point. And yeah, that's the job. So that line really hit me because I lived that life. I've, I've, I started living that life years ago. I'm still could be living that life any day from now like any moment I could have to pack my life up into a box put it in a car and be gone and everything I know everything I'm comfortable with changes and so that 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 again and with the letter talking about you know time moving forward I wish we could rewind things I missed the days of just playing games board games watching TV while we fell asleep old westerns I was like Stop, stop, mm, stop, mm. stop. Like you are tearing me apart. <laughs> just die already, yeah, old just, man. Just stop <laughs> reading the damn letter. Just be dead. <laughs> just no, cut I to black. Just cut to black. Do the Sopranos thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Place of journey. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, overall, season three, I think it was a very strong season. I myself do think this is their strongest season because I plan on rewatching it with the kid when he comes back from camp. Uh, we're going, we're going to binge it again. And I've never been like, Oh, I want to get, see it again. Only time I ever done that are movies. Like, you know, you see a summer blockbuster and it's like, I got to go back to see that. Right. That's exactly how I feel about this TV show is that, you know, I'm ready to just jump in and watch it again right now, just so I can pick up on things that I didn't see. Um, to give it a grade, if I have to give this show a grade, I'm going to get it uh, 8.7. I think 8.7 is fair. I think there's, you know, there's minor things between certain characters that I'm not with, but everybody else picks up whatever slack that I wasn't feeling of something else. I'm right around there with you. I'm giving this uh, a nine out of 10. Uh, mm. Yeah. So I'm a little bit higher. I think that everything was really strong this season. I, I loved, loved the kids. They're just they're literally every one of these kids is a star. Uh, yeah. I think one thing that we didn't hit on that we said we were going to mention, I think Dustin really stood out and specifically that sequence with Susie that was oh, yes. something that we're going to have to talk about before we start getting to the end of this was right. just one of those moments where it's like yes they finally captured a realization of how much of a star this kid is as well like we, he had moments to shine but they gave him Always. the singing moment 
because they know he has that gorgeous singing voice. I mean, this is a kid that's been singing national anthems at sporting events for years now. He is a singer. Like, he's got a voice, and they gave him that moment to shine to really stand out even harder than he has. Uh, so it's things like that that I love about this season. I love the story arc. I know I, I love how fast-paced it is. I love the references. Uh, do want to quickly say as well, I figured out that the guy we've been calling the Terminator was actually called the Monster. That's great. So, yeah, he 100% is a ripoff of Arnold. Uh, yeah, 100%. But, yeah, this is this is a fun season. This is a great season. This is kind of what we've what made us all fall in love with this show I, I love the addition of the new characters Carrie was great Jake Busey we, we didn't even get to talk oh, about him he man. was fantastic yeah, Jake Busey coming in was nice oh he was such a nice horrible person that when he caught his demise I gave a fist pump of it's about damn time yeah. like I've been yeah. waiting for you to die like you needed to thank you uh, yeah but, but that goes to show how good of an actor he is because he made me he did what he was supposed to do. He made me hate the character to root for his death. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I just, 100%, I am down for this season. I will be rewatching this season. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, I, re right. I rewatched season one. I rewatched season two. But this is the one that I'm like, no, I like, I really want to rewatch this. Like, I right can now. just like, pick I can it just, up and yeah. go. I, I like, uh, even when I finished it last night, if we didn't start playing Friday the 13th right away, there's a yeah. possibility I could have started episode one again. Because yeah. it's just, it was one of those where it ended and I was like, I want to go back though. I want yeah. to already revisit this. Like, I yeah. want to see things I missed, pick up on things that I, because I felt that, see, my thing is that there was a moment earlier in the, uh, in the season where when Mike said, I can't lose her again, talking about Eleven, where I thought that she potentially was going to die. Yeah, but, there was moments where I was like, okay, she go. Yeah, where I was like, holy crap, they're going to really be bold and they're going to kill off Millie Bobby Brown. But at the same time, it would have made sense. She's literally about to break out in Hollywood. Like, Godzilla yeah. was just the start of <laughs> expect her to be in everything. But yeah, it made true. but it made sense with the Hopper move. So, like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I really, this season was just so damn good. But again, I think... If, if we talk about this in like three months when it gets closer to Halloween Horror Nights, maybe my opinion will change. But And we can always yeah. come back to it. Before, yeah. we, before we move on to that final segment where we're going to talk set pieces and ideas of what we think is going to be in uh, HHN, I do want to really quick, because you're right, we brought it up, and I want to give it the, 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 the things proper that... Yeah. Yeah, the proper. So the entire season, Dustin's been like, I have this girl, Susie. I have a girlfriend. She lives in Utah. Um, and he builds his radio tower to talk to her. In the first episode, you don't hear anything. But the entire season, he talks about her. And there's a certain point where they need a code, but it's wrong because of the certain classical number that it is. But he knows, Susie knows it. So it's that moment, it's like, okay, he's been saying that she's real and y'all been acting like she ain't. And oh yeah, there, call, I mean, there's, there's the classic moment in the car where Robin, Dustin, Erica, and Steve are sitting there and Erica's and Robin are kind of like ripping them and yeah. Erica's like, I don't even think she exists. And Steve doesn't react, and Dustin immediately is like, "Why'd you hesitate, Steve? Why'd, Why'd you, you hesitate, Steve?" <laughs> and just getting on him, and it, it's so damn funny that I'm like, "Yeah, why'd you hesitate, Steve?" Because everybody has their doubts. Everybody's had right. their doubts the entire season. 
uh, right. which leads us to this fantastic moment here. And so they set up. He gets on the radio, and she's there, and they're talking. I what? I'm not. I'm not disappointed. It's just this is the thing that. Uh, it, it's already built in me so it's something I thought we were going to get a cameo from someone that we like knew like not that I know any like teenage actors that I actually watch but for some reason I was just like oh it'll be a cameo well it, yeah, it would have been like is, a Nickelodeon star or something like that something that exactly. that, that you watching it, it with maybe your I kid just don't know yeah. that's true uh, um, but Susie comes on. She's like, I've missed you. Uh, and they got their like little pet names that they're calling each other. It's really, it's adorable. And she, and he's like, Hey, switch to this channel, goes to the channel. And he's like, Hey, I need you to give me this number to save the world. And she's like, no, you got to do it first. And he's like, not right now. You got to do it or I'm not doing it. And he's like, fine, I'm going to do it. And it, there's this pause and then he starts singing the never-ending story. <laughs> and then she jumps in and sings it with him. And they have, like, this sweet, like, split screen of both of them singing. Let me tell you, wonderful, this entire season alone has been great. This is the peak. It's my favorite thing that I've seen in anything. And I've seen Iron Man say, I am Iron Man. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> this is such a comeuppance. I love it. I am with you 100%. I, I, the best part, too, is that the channel, he he's like, I need this code to save the world. Go to this channel. And it's the channel yeah. everybody's on. Everybody's on. Everybody. So he knew he had to do it. Uh, we're talking Murray. We're talking <laughs> Hopper, Hopper and Joyce. We're talking all of the friends. We're talking Steve. We're talking everybody in this show can hear this. And it even comes back up later where Lucas and Max are singing. It's like, hey, is that the verse? Is that how it goes? And he's just flipping them off. Yeah, he's it like, was really good. Actually, no, you that... guys are butchering it, so please stop. Right. Like, yeah, you guys are right. killing it. Uh, no, yeah, no. I legitimately, the moment he started singing the never-ending story, I actually stood up and did the slow. I was like, <laughs> I just had that while laughing my ass off because just, that was mm. brilliant. That was so perfect. And that's, again, like you allowed him to sing, which yeah. is 100%. Not that he's a bad actor. He's a good actor too. But that's yeah. his strength that he is an actually very talented singer and he gets to sing the never-ending story song split screen with his girlfriend with everybody listening like it is and and they do the whole damn song and then she gives him the code and they save the world yeah like, it was it was just pricey it was the perfect like how can we do it this is how we're going to do it it is the perfect it's also a perfect comedy moment in a very serious like episode yes. this episode is because it's the last episode it's very heavy there's a lot going on you're answering all the questions you built up seven episodes prior to this and right at a very intense very high moment of what the hell is going to happen they need to finish this you know the mind flayer is about to kill L everything's going on Never ending story being sung by two lovers. Just, just, just so nice. So it was perfect. so pure, so perfect, and so yeah. what this show has always been. And yeah, no, that's. I think that's a great bow on our spoiler discussion of it. 
Hey there, podcast fans. I am Cassie, and I'm the host of Disflix and Tidbits, my solo movie podcast about Disney Company movies from the past, present, and coming soon, and all the little extras, movie news, and experiments on nostalgia in between. Come for the childhood memories, stay for the deep dives into your favorite movies. New episodes every other Wednesday. Tune in to Disflix and Tidbits. Subscribe for free wherever podcasts are found. But yeah, we both we both thumbs up on the season. Probably going to be revisiting it, but we will be revisiting it when we visit Halloween Horror Nights in just a couple of months or a couple of weeks as well, if you want to say it that Ooh, way. So uh, soon. So I wanted to get your thoughts. A uh, lot of set pieces in this season. We know that the Stranger Things house is going to be season two and season three. What did you see specifically this season that you think is going to be in that house this year? Okay, before I step into that world, what I'm very fearful of is that I enjoyed this season so much, I want a lot of it in it, and I really hope this is a big stage because I need all of it, baby. I need <laughs> I need both seasons to like I need this damn house. You need this to, to be last a 12 minute 15 house. Minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need this thing to be so long because I you don't want to be in a full episode of Stranger Things. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to run that long. I don't <laughs> want either seasons to suffer and I don't think they will. I think both of them will be treated well. But going back to your question, of course we're going to have Starcourt Mall. There's got to be some kind of section. And what really gets me is that I remember going through, um, I think it was 2013, The Thing. I want to say that's when that movie came out. Um, the remake from Carpenters. You, the, and, the, the prequel. Yeah, the prequel. I specifically remember going in a room and there's this huge monster just, I mean, disgusting in the room getting a fire gimmick uh uh, flamethrower shot at him like I specifically remember that so much that I'm like that's got to be the star court like I know you can't do the exact like shape model of this thing because it's a mall but I just see that big area and I see that big ass demigorgon gimmick in there and kind of overpowering us coming close to us scaring the bejesus out of us I, I, I just picture it so well and that's what I want obviously I want Hopper's house I think there's going to be some cool like arm gimmicks there coming at you um, we gotta go into the Russian lab I think we're going to have some uh, things go there some, uh, some scares and such it is interesting to me that we I mean we have rats and little things like that but it is funny that this season it was less Demi Gorgon I definitely think we'll get the post credit scene too I think that's where we'll leave and we'll get the Demi Gorgon coming at us but we also get season 2 in it with the Demi dogs and I think that's maybe why they're doing a split house because they gotta do different kind of scares for each kind of room yeah I think well I think that you kind of you touched on it a little bit earlier in the spoiler portion where the two seasons season two and season three combine really well together that I think that it's easy to do these two houses in one kind of continuous motion of really kind of doing that season two you end at the prom but then we go through the Russian lab which kind of reopens the gate then to present day Hawking Hawkins you know so it's kind of doing the time jump stuff as well 
where things start to go wrong. But a uh, couple of the just two set pieces that I think could be in there that you didn't hit. Uh, I think we could walk through the carnival at some point. Uh, oh yeah, hundred percent. Not that much happened at the carnival in it, which was a little upsetting. I was hoping for a little more destruction at the Fourth of July carnival, but right. That, just I think that they could use that as like a transition phase from that into the Starcourt Mall. Yeah, but yeah, I oh, absolutely. really and that's where we'll get the Terminator. Coming yeah, 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 and and yeah, because that was that was a cool moment there. That's where he kills uh, the Russian, calls him a traitor, and yeah. we get that great sequence uh, in the fun house. Yeah, uh, but the yeah, one we're that definitely I really going want. to be in the fun house. Oh yeah, but the one that I really really want. Because I thought that this was great this season. I want to be in the hospital with the hospital monster. Yeah. Yeah, good call. Yeah, that was that was the moment that when I was watching it, when Nancy was sitting there and, and the old lady was turning, I was like, oh, you better get the hell out of here. And then I was like, well, wait a minute, <laughs> hold on, stay in here because I would want to be in this if this was a haunted house. Uh, and yeah. yeah, no. And then, yeah, that whole sequence, though, I was like, this would be a fun uh, portion of a house to walk through to just be chased by that damn thing. Yeah, 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 no, I uh, I absolutely agree. I think the hospital is going to be a set piece. I definitely think the carnival. Yeah. I think the Russian lair and I think yeah. Starcourt Mall. And if you get all four of those inside that, I think I'm going to be pretty much satisfied. Oh, and also give me the post credit with the Demigorgon coming at us. Well, see, you want that for the ending. I feel like the ending could very easily be the Starcourt Mall. Just because you know the big finale and and brother, brother, you, could have you the know they like to give one more scare. When well, you walk uh, I'm out. just you saying, know they I'm love just saying one you could you could you could do something with the mind flayers, uh, alien like tentacle thingies or tremor like hands. Uh, you could, yeah, reaching out at you as you try to get out, but yeah, yeah, that's well. You think it's arms? I think it's going to be a demigorgon while we're exiting, jumping out of uh, yeah, up. jumping out of a black curtain somewhere. Yeah, curtain. I think it's going to be a black curtain. Yeah, where he can blend in very easily and just jump out and make me 100%. run your damn wife over as I run. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, no. It's a stranger thing. Actually, no, no, no. It's a Stranger Things house, so uh, that's probably the house I'm going to end up leading, so it'll be your wife running me over. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what bones you can break this time, wonderful. <laughs> I didn't, well, did I break bones? I didn't break anything. Well, you bones. hurt yourself. I did hurt myself. I, I gave myself a nice little God, that Stranger Things house was scary last year. So this so this so year's good. is going to be really good as well, and especially with season three added on, because season three was scary. Yeah, I think I think before the 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 trip and we go, I think we'll do a rundown one more time about all the houses, and we're definitely going to do a little bit more talking once we're closer of the Stranger Things. Yes, we will, and uh, I think we've kind of. That'll do it, right? We we, 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 we've we've talked. We've talked it, man. We've talked uh yeah. non spoilers. Thirty talked, minutes, Maya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really quickly before we started this episode, we went okay. So about thirty minutes, we'll do about a thirty minute yeah. discussion, non spoiler, spoiler, and what's happening at HHN. <laughs> if you made it, thank you for hanging out with us for an hour and eight minutes. Uh, Appreciate <laughs> you. You guys are you guys the real MVPs, that's for sure. Uh, again, right. give us a follow on Twitter at Haunters Pod, Haunters Pod. That's where you can talk a lot more with Zach, but I occasionally pop in there. Uh, on the Facebook, you can follow us and like us, Haunters Podcast. That is where I will talk to you more.
more because uh, I have gotten more active on that because we are over 50 likes. Yay! Woo! Uh, and yeah, go back, check out Tell our previous... Tell a friend. <laughs> yeah. Tell a friend, write a review, hit the like button on any of Seriously. our podcast feeds because it, it'll get us traction. It'll get us out there. You guys are great. Yeah. We do... We appreciate because, like, this is a special week. We've done uh, iconic episode. We've done the Ghostbusters commentary. Our YouTube's going to have an exclusive, yep. just non-spoiler review of Stranger Things. Then you get this right here, and that's just for an entire week. And then we'll be on our normal schedule next week. But honestly, Oof. if you have listened or watched all of this, you are the MVPs, and this is why we do. Yeah, it. this is why we do it, and that's why we went. That's why we went so crazy this Fourth of July to bring you so much content because we knew you'd have the time to hang out with us, and we like hanging out with you. Hundred percent. Yes, we do. All right. Well, on that note, Zach. Yes. Stay stranger things, my friend. <laughs> I don't think that works. <laughs> this week it works. <laughs> Turn around. Look at what you see in her face. A mirror of your dreams. Make believe I'm everywhere. Give it in the light.